Hello, and welcome to Our Walk Together. This is the place where we have a chance to listen and to learn from others on our walk. My name is Paul Long, and I will be your host, but also a fellow traveler. I'm glad that you're able to join me today on Our Walk Together. Mark Romero is an internationally recognized transformational sound healing expert and thought leader. His music has been shown to eliminate negative influences in the environment and create a quantum field where clients can begin to operate at optimal levels. By eliminating the static and noise in their lives, they can effortlessly release limiting thoughts, beliefs, and perceptions. Recently, a former top-ranking consultant to NASA, discovered healing energy in his music that dramatically reduces stress, promotes better sleep, improves mental functioning, and enhances health and well-being. Out of this discovery emerged a revolutionary sound healing technology that he uses to help people heal their lives, awaken their potential, and unlock their ability to create an extraordinary life. For nearly 20 years, Mark has helped thousands of individuals experience instantaneous healings and shifts in their perceptions through the frequencies uncovered within his music. Today, Mark Romero and I will be discussing music and its effect on us. His music and his sound are truly amazing. And so welcome, Mark, to our walk together. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to uh, spend our time together. Thank you. Got to tell you, I've been looking forward to this interview for quite some time now. Um, and as I told you a few minutes ago, I was listening to your music this morning. Um, and it's just, wow, it's something. Um, so the very first question I'm going to ask you, and I always ask the same question first, tell us about you, whatever you want to say. Gosh, it's like, where where would I want to start? I don't know. I, I think the first thing that comes up is that if somebody had said all these, you know, that I would be doing sound healing and transformational work through music and energy healing and stuff, uh, I would have thought they were crazy years ago. I'm a recovered CEO. Um, I was in the high tech world for a number of years and and just some made an album for fun. And out of that whole thing kind of just led me on this amazing journey to yeah. discovering the power of music, uh, how it can help people to revitalize their lives, how it can help them to reduce stress, feel better, heal their body. Um, it's just been a really a miraculous unfolding. So for me, it's been this amazing journey to, um, to discover this gift within myself and to figure out how to best express it into the world. So right. there you go. Well, I, I know that part of what you're what you're doing is um, that somehow or other you got uh, you discovered that music was healing and um, had some uh, important benefits for all of us as a as a healing mechanism. Uh, tell me about that. How did that all come about, and what what set you on that path? 
Well, you know, it's funny. Part of my quote life agenda was not really to do anything with my music. I've been playing guitar forever, but it was honestly my own thing. You know, it was something mm -hmm. I did for me. I didn't, you know, I used to have the best concerts in the safety of my bedroom at home. <laughs> um, you know, I, it wasn't part of my vision to become a rock star or, or musician or certainly a sound healer, but I made an album in the early 2000s for fun to have the experience of making an album. My neighbor was a professional drummer. He helped me produce the album, played drums on it, and we made it. And that album ended up getting in the hands of a former top consultant to NASA, a gentleman by the name of Dr. Ronald Jones, who actually discovered healing frequencies within the music that had profound impact upon the body's energy field mm. and help people to reduce stress, um, increase physical energy, operate at a higher level mentally, emotionally, and really put listeners into a state for an optimized state for self-healing. So um, it wasn't part of my master plan. I didn't, you know, say this is what I want to do. It would just happen to unfold in that particular way and, and launch me off on this amazing journey to learning more about quantum physics, about consciousness, about energy, about how we function as these um, super biological wireless computers, <laughs> so to speak, and um, how we can optimize how it is that we move forward in our lives and and reveal this um, masterpiece that's within every single one of us. Music has been important throughout all of time, I think, uh, from the very earliest times on. Um, but sometimes I think we don't realize or we don't have any conception of the fact that it has an effect on us at the same time. Um, and sometimes it's hard to describe what that's all about, but what what is that effect? What happens? What's what's going on there with with the effect of music on us? I think music has this wonderful ability to bypass this left brain critical thinking part of ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know that nothing else really has. I mean, if you think about spoken word, we'll always run through the filter of our interpretations around the meanings of words, what they mean to us based on our past experiences and stuff. And music has the ability to bypass all of that. And I think that's really magical. It's like we can all go to a, um, a lecture or let's say watch a, a film clip and all of us will have different interpretations of what was said. But music has the ability to bypass that whole mechanism mm. and yes, impact us in different ways, but, um, and really hit us at a level within the heart, um, within the whole body that I think is just magical, you know, that, that music has this ability to be able to do this and really impact us on a deep level. And on top of that, it also, especially if we're listening to songs that we grew up listening to, it has the ability to activate memories and bring things to the surface that perhaps maybe have been buried back there in mm -hmm. our history journals within our minds, but we can all hear that song and boom, instantly remember, Oh, what was happening? Oh, that girl I was dating at the time that song came out or whatever. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's just like so magical and has its ability to help us to access information from our past. Yeah. And sometimes, sometimes that becomes a very healing experience all in itself. Um, you know, I know for myself, there's, there's certain songs that I've heard that will recall something that 
happened in the past. And it brings up maybe something not so great that I find suddenly needs to be healed that I wasn't even aware of before. Um, you know, for me anyways, I know music hits me right in the core, you know, in almost all cases. And, you know, it's a very emotional thing for me as well. Well, it's interesting you say that because I just had this experience. Um, I had my daughters in the car with me. We went went up on a, a little road trip and we were listening to music up and back and we all got to pick songs. Mm-hmm. And so I picked a song from an album way long time ago. And so I went and listened to that album over the weekend, tracks from the album. And I actually found myself being emotionally triggered in this case around some circumstances that had happened in my family when I was growing up Hmm. and it brought tears to my eyes. And for me, it felt like a very like cleansing experience. It's like, it gave me an opportunity to go in and release some of that old stuff. You know, we all hold so much inside of ourselves from things that have happened in our past. You know, Mm -hmm. in this case was my parents getting divorced when I was like 12 or 13 years old. It was a very painful experience in my life. And hearing that song, brought up some of that emotion, some of that sadness that was from that. Well, all that stuff's still reverberating within us, Mm -hmm. you know? And so it's so important to let go of, you know, all of these things that we stored within the sadness, the angers, the frustrations from our past that, you know, they, they resonate within us 24 seven. So I think music really does open up this doorway where we can connect to some of that and just kind of like reach within ourselves and let go of some of the stuff that's not serving us anymore. So I actually found it a very healing experience. Just like you said, music has that ability when we hear special pieces mm-hmm. to take us to that space. So how would you describe your music? Well, if I looked at the style of it, it's kind of a fusion. You know, I started off where every kid starts off with rock and roll, you know, electric guitar, mm-hmm. rock and roll. Pink Floyd was my inspiration to play guitar. You know, ages show. And <laughs> yes, I know, no, no kidding, right? But I don't know. You know, my daughter listens to Pink Floyd today, yeah. and she's a teenager. You know, so hey, she's got good music taste. There you go. Um, you know, so you know, so that was my inspiration. Well, then from there, I experimented. You know, I experimented. I took jazz in college, and and yeah, it was great. I learned a lot, but it wasn't really my thing. But Still, I learned different style pieces and stuff from that. And then I got into Spanish classical, classical guitar, which opened the door to flamenco. Um, And from there, just kind of fused it all together. So I play a nylon string, uh, instrumental. Mm. Um, You know, there's definitely a little, I don't speak Spanish. There's some of it, obviously, in my blood. It comes out in the music. So there's still an element of that, too. But very um, instrumental. Um, healing, meditative, especially the stuff coming out today, very healing and meditative music that um, helps people to create a state, to really create some shifts within their lives. So it's kind of hard to say what my, you know, I just call it healing music, but uh, of course that could be interpreted in a number of different ways. And one of the things that, that I think about sometimes in other people that I know, um, the, the music that they use, the music that they play, the music that they listen to, and in your particular case, the music that, you know, you compose and, and, and play, 
does it affect you as well as uh, the the message you're trying to give to other people? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's interesting you say that because, you know, I'm a former CEO, as I mentioned earlier, I was in the high tech arena, pushed it hard, you know, hard, long hours. And, you know, I had a roommate that played bass and we came home at night after work or whatever, and we jammed and we played mm -hmm. and I played in my room and did my thing. And it was so relaxing and calming. I didn't put pieces together. I just, oh, okay, playing music. It just puts me in this relaxing state, you know, relaxed state. And then of course, now it's like when I do group healing sessions and stuff with the music, I go places too. You know, I've had times where I've forgotten what I'm playing because I'm so out there myself. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, absolutely. It definitely has an impact upon myself. In fact, I would have to say that the guitar and playing music um, really helped me to successfully navigate some of the biggest challenging times in my life experience. And so grateful to have had that gift and that therapeutic, therapeutic tool to mm -hmm. support me on my journey. Wow. Um, several years ago, I was talking with a, a person who was a classical musician and we got talking about, about music and, you know, the various things that he did and, you know, what, what he was coming up with and where he was going and he put a piece of music on and he said, okay, now listen to this. And I did. And he said, what color is it? Which is very interesting. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, it was blue and there was this yellow stuff coming back and forth throughout the whole thing. And he looked at me like amazed. He said, do you know how strange it is that you can see the color of the music? <laughs> it's just something that's there. And it always happens to me every time. You know, it just all of a sudden, you know, I, you can listen to a piece of music and it's going along and it's blue and it's green. And all of a sudden there's this big red bolt that comes through and, uh, you know, it makes it really alive, it, at least for me. Well, you know, it's interesting you say that because there is a lot of correspondence between notes, tones, frequencies and colors. And, you know, if you think of us as being these magical human beings but yet through our senses, we only perceive a very small spectrum of vibrational information, whether it be light, sound, taste, touch, feel um, of information. But there's so much information available to us, but we don't experience it because of our senses have been limited. But yet mm -hmm. there is that ability, like what you've just shared, to be able to see music, to be able to hear things on different levels. Um, my clients that I do healing session work with, you know, I can hear where they're out of tune. In other words, where their belief hmm. structures aren't in alignment with what they want to create in their lives. And it always kind of like, what can you hear that? I said, I can just hear it. I can't explain it, but I can hear that you're holding on to resentment. I can hear that you're not believing in yourself. I can hear that you still have some unresolved issues from your past. Hmm. And, um, you know, I can't see it, but I can certainly hear it. And, and my wife gets kind of freaked out by my bionic hearing because I can like hear the <laughs> clock ticking downstairs in the kitchen, you know, from upstairs. So I, yeah. you know, how we perceive information is different within all of us, but sure. what's available is so much beyond what we normally experience through our senses. So that's yeah, awesome. It's true. Um, just so people kind of have a sense of, of what we're talking about. Um, if it's all right with you, do you mind giving us just a little sample of uh, 
of what we're talking about in terms of your music? Sure. Um, what I'll do is I'll kind of give a little preview and kind of set the context for this. Right. So as I mentioned earlier, I came out with this album in in the early 2000s, and a gentleman from NASA got a hold of the album. He was involved in a study, and they were looking at, you know, what are the negative implications of the over 80,000 man-made chemicals in our air, food, and water, the vast amount of electronic technology that we've surrounded ourselves with, the disruptive waves now that are from that technology, and how is it impacting the body's energy field? I think quantum physics has really defined ourselves. You know, before, you know, I would think of myself as flesh, blood, bone, and all that good stuff, Mm -hmm. guts and everything. But I think what quantum physics really opened up, no, we're actually all fields of energy vibrating at different frequencies. And that that energy is getting put out of tune when we walk through our modern day world. You know, we're exposed to so much static and noise in our environment. And as a result, we experience stress. As a result, we experience, you know, disharmony in our health. We experience disharmony in our lives. And we're surrounded by these things 24-7. And what they discovered in the music was it actually had the ability to eliminate the negative effects of those disruptors on the Mm -hmm. body's energy field, reducing stress and all these different things. And then, of course, as I evolved through this experience, was one day Dr. Jones, this was the gentleman from from NASA, asked me a question. He said, what do you think is the most potent disruptor of them all? All And I'm thinking radiation, you know, something like that. He said, no, he goes, it's our own limiting thoughts, beliefs, and perceptions. And I was intrigued by that statement that our own limiting thoughts, beliefs, and perceptions could disrupt the flow of energy. So I started composing pieces of music for my coaching clients with different intentions behind them. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, by them simply setting the intention to change or embody some sort of state of being and playing the music in their space, they would have these huge shifts. And so it really opened up a whole another chapter door of the sound healing technology that I utilize to help people to really um, heal their lives or awaken to their magnificence or optimize their ability to create their goals, dreams, objectives, and things. So one of the pieces that I love to share so much, it's a a musical mantra for opening. And that's what these intentional pieces, I call them. And this is about opening to your magnificence, opening to who and what you really are, opening to another level of really whatever it is that you desire. So I'll share that. So Just take some nice deep breaths. Opening. We have so much potential within us. 
just gently set the intention to open to another level of your magnificence, your unlimited potential. And breathe in the notes. That's awesome. I kept on seeing, just to share with you just a little bit, I kept on seeing these big cathedral doors that were slowly spinning open. And then when you changed just a little bit about, I've forgotten exactly what the words were that you were using, there was this huge light that was inside that cathedral. That's what I was looking, looking at. It was kind of oh, that's very awesome. interesting. Um, and I noticed you, you use your voice as well as the, the instrument. Your voice I do. Is I mean, certain, there are times. Your voice has a very certain resonance to it. Yes, I do use both, and there are times when I just play, and there are times when I speak and spoken word in combination with music. Um, depending, I, I threw in a little bit of this just to kind of guide a little sure. bit to breathe, and you know, really set an intention. You know, intention mm-hmm. is such a powerful thing, and something that you know, I think more and more of us are awakening to the power of our intentions to be able to begin this creative process to compose our lives in the way that we desire. Do you find that we have a really low opinion of ourselves as people? Um, I would have to say yes. I would have to say in all the years and doing session work and and being involved with this self-belief, Honoring oneself, yes, it's something to one degree or another that we all have to work on within mm-hmm. ourselves, you know, and, and it's just, it, it doesn't make it right or wrong. You know, I think we get so, you know, judgmental about our, our humanity. Um, it just is, you know, part of this game of life is seems that we get to forget who and what we are. We forget to forget our magnificence, our unlimited potential And in the world of polarities, you know, to experience, you have to experience the heat and the cold, the high tide and the low tide, the new moon and the full moon. And I think that kind of applies with us. So in that question, yeah, I think we all do. We all need to embody higher levels of of esteem, believing in ourselves, being deservant of the blessings of life, being powerful as opposed to powerless, 
being magnificent. And it's mm-hmm. something that, especially now with the way the world is today, I really believe that humanity is being called to a whole nother level of getting over ourselves, getting over our old stuff and really stepping into a higher level of our magnificence, our expression and our authentic selves. And that's hard for us to believe that, that we are basically good. You know, we are basically um, not evil people. We're not basically what the church churches would call sinners, um, but we're essentially good. You know, um, I, I often have a conversation with some friends. And we t- talk about things like that. And, you know, it's like, OK, somehow or other in the language that we use, somehow or other you have to learn to accept the fact and believe the fact that God loves you, you know, and in the tradition of, you know, a continual love, it's, it just can't be broken at all. And no matter what you do, that love is still going to be there. Um, but yet it, it's hard for people to to begin to understand even that concept. I mean, not necessarily the God thing, but even that concept of of us being essentially good. You know, I keep saying God doesn't make junk, you know, and so we need to stop thinking about ourselves as junk. Well, we did kind of get thrown into a most unique circumstance. You know, it's like, I call it the cosmic game of hide and seek. You know, we come in here with all of our grandeur, all of our power, all of our possibility. We're born in this little baby, helpless forms. And then the game begins of how can we limit you? How can you forget who you are? You know, we have parents that have their own little unresolved idiosyncrasies, Mm -hmm. which are more than happy to transfer upon us you know, that limit us. Then we go to schools that say this way or that way. And if you don't memorize all these things on this one sheet of paper and put them over here on this sheet of paper, then you're not smart. You're not, you know, you're dumb or whatever. And then media and all these different things that continue to kind of limit us. And then we come to this experience where we have an awakening, a calling to realize, wait, there's got to be something more to life. There's got to be something more than what it is that I'm experiencing. We began this journey of re-remembering and experiencing who and what we are. You know, I love how Michelangelo was asked, how did you carve David? You know, David being the most, probably one of the most famous masterpieces in the world, a beautiful, you know, statue. And he said, I didn't carve them. I just removed the pieces that were hiding the masterpiece within the block (laughs) of marble. And that is the game of life. We're all in the process of removing the pieces that are hiding this already divine, beautiful masterpiece that's within each and every one of us, regardless of what you've gone through in your experience, whatever you might be experiencing today in your life. You know, we're in this process, if you choose to be, to remove the pieces, to remove the things. We were talking earlier about music bringing up things. Mm -hmm. And I shared my experience about this, you know, song playing and bringing up this emotional aspect, bringing me back to some old hurt from my family dynamics. It gave me the opportunity to release another piece of that revealing who I really am. And -hmm. the same principle applies to each and every one of us. Now, most of us probably don't look at our challenges or obstacles or emotional upheavals as an opportunity to reveal another piece of the masterpiece. But I think that's something that we all need to open up to the possibility of we're on a journey 
And especially now in this last year and a half of the craziness that we've been witnessing in the world, it's really shaken the foundation of all of us worldwide, bringing all this stuff to the surface to let go of, to, you know, release and dissipate because it's not serving us anymore. And it's time for all of us to really step into who and what we are and reveal the masterpiece that's within. And I think that applies to no matter where we are on that path of life, you know, um, you know, it's, it's very difficult, um, for, I'll say us older people, um, to, to let go of some of that stuff, you know, because it was so much a part of us. And, and, you know, I keep hearing people say, well, yeah, but these kids these days, you know, and I can remember my mother saying the same thing about me, you know, and so it, you got to kind of go with it too. It's, it's going to be different. People say, well, what, these kids with these kids have all this, they're, they're looking at their cell phones or blah, 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 blah. I look and I say, I'm a little off the topic, but I always look and say, but it's their world. It's not mine. You know, mm -hmm. my world's passing away. You know, uh, it's their world. They got to live with it, not me. You know, and I find that to be really, really significant and really healing for a lot of people to say, oh, OK, we'll let it go. You know, and that's yeah. difficult to do. It can be, that's for sure, right? You know, especially if you do have kids and you see how they're so much involved in, you know, technology and different mm -hmm. things today. I mean, compared to how, like, you know, but we live in a different world now too. Before it was like, when I was young, it was like, you know, come home when the lights, street lights come on. Exactly. You know, now it's like, now there's been so much fear injected into the world via our wonderful media you know, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, stay inside the house. You're not safe outside and, you know, be back, you know, by five o'clock or whatever. It's a whole different type of space today, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and, but yet I also got to hold the belief that it is the way that it is to masterfully design to help us in this process of remembering our magnificence, of evolving, of unfolding. You know, I probably find there's probably not a lot of people who look at, you know, coronavirus and everything that's come out of our experience this last year and a half as really being an opportunity as opposed to a pain in the posterior. But I really do believe it's an opportunity for us to shine light on, shall we say, old institutions that are in desperate need of an upgrade, you mm -hmm. know, and without it, we would have never realized those things. Without it, we would have never um, realized so many of the things within our own lives. And it's brought to the surface many things for us to heal and to let go of. Yes, unfortunately, challenges have occurred out of that process. But yet, there's a way for us to leverage those challenges to really lift ourselves to new heights and to soar, which is what I believe each and every one of us was meant to do. We have to realize what's going on around us sometimes. I mean, I think I look at COVID and everything that happened with, with that. And you can, you can bemoan the fact that, you know, essentially for a year and a half, uh, we were locked in our houses. You know, I can, I can bemoan the fact that um, in the midst of the pandemic, um, my granddaughter had a baby. So my great granddaughter was born and we didn't even, see her other than on a computer screen for like till she was like over a year old you know mm -hmm. and that was very hard but then you look at what we learned from the pandemic and through the the whole covid thing i mean the people that we have met if we've been willing to through silly mediums like zoom 
and things like this where you can, you, you know, meeting people that you would never run across, you know, except for the fact that suddenly people are gravitating towards that kind of communication. So it's not a, yes. it's not a negative thing necessarily. It could be a positive. Yep. Very much so. Well, and, and that's the space I think we really need to hold, you know, and, and unfortunately, I think part of the programming that we've all gotten growing up is that challenges and problems are bad mm-hmm. and that we shouldn't experience them and we shouldn't experience the emotions that they stir within us, you know, so we go eat ice cream, we go drink some beers, we go, you know, uh, binge watch Netflix or, you know, nowadays, of course, with these things, everybody's doing sliding their finger and Mm -hmm. and not dealing with their stuff. But yet, um, you know, I think this is part of what we're becoming aware of today, you know, and I don't attempt to understand the younger generation, as you were talking about earlier, I have two teenagers, two teenage girls, and they're operating a whole different level, you know, finding their own way, dealing with their own challenges, um, dealing with the twists and turns of their own human experience. And, um, Send them, lot, send them lots of love and light, lots of love and light. And sometimes it might be love and light, and sometimes it might be love and light. You know, yeah, exactly. It kind of, kind of varies, <laughs> you know, and that's the same thing we need to do as we go about doing our lives and, and being in the world today. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's very true. And we, we've lost some things in the process, but then we gain things in the process. And, um, you know, I, I think – we all need to kind of look at ourselves and see what what am I contributing or what am I taking away or what am I restricting is a better way to, to think of it um, by not being open, you know, by not mm-hmm. saying, you know, and I think sometimes for us, us older people, I keep talking about us older people, but I think sometimes for, for older folks, it's just really difficult to let that kind of thing out. You know, for fear that somebody's going to see it and somebody's going to realize, oh, I'm not I'm not 100 percent perfect, you know, or I'm not I have, you know, these feelings and, and that kind of stuff. And it's difficult to let that stuff out sometimes. Well, you know, and I think there's a desperate need to expand the definition of perfection. You know, it's like we have this definition of perfection where you should have your act together all the time, 100 percent every day. But, you know, it's interesting for those of us who have children when they were learning to walk and taking those first steps, falling down, taking those first steps, hitting their head, you know, cutting their knee or whatever. And do we just say, hey, you know what, just just don't even bother getting up anymore. Just lay there on the ground. Mm -hmm. You know, don't worry about it. No, we encourage them to continue to move forward. And before we knew it, they were walking and then they were running. And so when we expand the definition of perfection to include the stumbles, the falls, the learning experiences, that is perfection. It's not doing things perfectly. It's like the kid didn't go, oh, my gosh, I didn't walk perfectly the first time I attempted to do it. I'm not going to do it anymore. No, they kept going. And we need to reinvigorate that spirit within us as we go and, and do the things that we do in life and also to let go of some of those old stories, like yeah. the story you're talking about, the story that it's harder for older folks to be able to do that. That's a story. It's a perception. Is that perception the truth? Does it have to be the truth? Right. No. Why not rewrite the story and see what evolves out of that experience? Sure. And I think that's part of the power that we're awakening to is mm-hmm. that we do have this ability to masterfully rewrite our stories or compose our lives in a different oh, yeah. way. 
Yeah, that's great. Um, so, along with your uh, with your music and things like that, you do some um, uh, some training, some um, online stuff with folks. And what what are the kinds of things that you're doing to help other people? I suppose is the best way to say it. Sure. Well, you know, there's primarily, I guess, four ways that I'm expressing myself. So obviously through my music CDs and series, um, I have music to help eliminate the stuff in the environment, to help reduce stress, enhance mental performance, sleep better, things like that. But then I also have music series to help people melt away those limiting thoughts and beliefs and perceptions that we've been talking about. You know, we all have them. We wouldn't be here having the human experience if without them, you know, so, um, but yet it's time for us to let go of that stuff. So I have music series to help do that. And then I have a membership community that I do with my wife that where we come on live and we support people and she does her thing and I do my thing to help people to awaken, to help people to heal, to help people to discover their mastery within to shape and shift their lives in any way that they desire. And out of that realization, also realize that within us is the innate power and ability to reshape and shift the world that we live in, this power that's been kept from us and hidden from us for so long. And that's really what we're awakening to. So there's a membership community for that. I do live group healing sessions. I do live work mentoring healing session work with people who are looking to transcend maybe a recurring negative problem that they've experienced in their lives. You know, no matter what they do, they have a prosperity challenge or maybe a relationship challenge. Um, and I help people to work through that. I use the music and the energy to open up the door, so to speak, to help people kind of reach within themselves and let go of what's no longer serving them, but also to plant the seeds for what it is that they want to create and manifest. And then I have, you know, online courses and and different things that I bring available to people to support them on their journey. That's got to be horribly and completely rewarding for you as well. Well, it comes with its own, it's had its own challenges, but it, I can imagine doing anything else. There's no way I could do anything else. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's a lot different. I always, I, I jokingly tell people that if you ever really want to accelerate your personal evolution you quit your day job and you go do your life purpose. And that's going to bring to the surface stuff that you didn't even know what was in there to be resolved, healed, yeah. transmuted, whatever you want to call it. You know, so it's like it just takes the whole game to a whole nother level because then it's not about selling a widget. You know, I was in sales. I sold computer chips. I wasn't personally attached to a computer chip. I did multi-million dollar deals on computer chips. It was like, oh, okay, you know, you know, you know, work it hard and make the deal happen. When I left to express this and the day came when I'm selling my first CD for $15, it's like all this fear, everything came to the surface. Um, you know, something that that when you become the product, the service, the solution, it does open up a whole nother level of vulnerability, but really provides a wonderful opportunity for your own healing and transformation that being in the widget business just is never going to open up that door. You right. know, so interesting. I think, I think you need to be aware of the fact that um, you're you're opening yourself as well. And the only way you can teach or the only way you can help someone else heal themselves 
is by going through that healing process yourself. And sometimes it happens yes. both at the same time, you know, uh, but that's, that's very much what has to happen. Well, there is that, that old famous saying, I don't know if it's famous, but healer, heal thyself. Right. Right. You know, even when I work with clients and stuff, they're bringing up things that, oh, okay. You know, that I can bring and correspond to my own life, you know, uh, opening up an opportunity for me to heal and grow, bring things to the surface that maybe I hadn't been aware of within myself. So it's kind of an interesting dynamic, but it definitely, there's definitely a tie into that. Sure. And there's the, I, I, I calls to mind, uh, Henri Nguyen, who he has, I mean, one of his, his things that he talks about often is the wounded healer, which I think is a great, you know, way to look at something, you know, but you got to experience the wounded part first in order to be the oh, healer. It's just so funny. I'm laughing because I had a, a friend of mine ask me years ago, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I said, oh, I want to be wise. I wanted to be a wise man. He said, oh, no, don't do that, man. That means you got to go through pain. And there might have been an element of truth to that. Well, let's face it. We're going to go through pain anyways in this human right. experience thing. You know, we get to experience the highs and lows of the life experience. And, um, but, and, and there's an element of truth to that. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I've had to do a tremendous amount of work on myself. I'm still working on myself today. Oh, yeah. We're never done. You know, it's like there's always more love to evolve into. There's always more healing to be done. You listen to, as we were talking about earlier, listen to a song on the radio. All of a sudden it brings up something from an old <laughs> relationship that you didn't even know was there. Right. You know, to what? To let go of, to heal, to process, or maybe even shed some tears around. So. Yeah. Good stuff. Stuff we all got to do. So, Mark, I'll give you a chance. Uh, We've been going on for, geez, almost 40 minutes now. Um, Give you a chance to, um, what I usually say to folks is, we'll give you a chance to to push your website, your your courses, whatever you want to want to do to let our listeners know about what what you have available for them. Sure. Absolutely. Well, I'm all about harmonizing your life. You know, it's like the guitar. We're all kind of like guitars. You know, we all have this ability to play beautiful music and uh, it doesn't matter how well you play. If your strings aren't in tune, you're never going to play beautiful music. You're never going to reach your full potential. So um, I invite the opportunity for people to restore harmony in their lives through three steps, healing, working through their stuff, working through the hurts, the old things that show up for all of us, awakening, awakening to your power, awakening to your magnificence, awakening to your unlimited potential, and then orchestrating, orchestrating, really tapping into your power and your ability to shape and shift the world around you, to shape and shift your life. And so with that, I invite you to come to my website. It's Mark with a K Romero, R-O-M-E-R-O music.com, Mark Romero music.com. You can dive in there and then you can find me on social media on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Mark Romero music and um, dive in, listen to a little bit of music, get some mindsets, get some things to help support you on your journey. You can go to the main website and get a beautiful track of music and visual um, that you can sign up for and just invite you just to breathe with it. Breathe with it. Just take five minutes out of your day. Feeling stressed out? Watch that little visual. Breathe in those notes and see what opens up for you of what can something as simple as music can have a profound impact on your life. So 
There you and go. You, you also have a podcast, correct? I do. I have a podcast, Mark Romero Music Podcast, where I bring music and mindsets and information. It's on Apple and all the main platforms. And uh, it's an opportunity to get these little moments of musical motivations and meditations to support you on your journey to unveiling the masterpiece that's within you. So yes, thank you for reminding me of that. Yes, I have a <laughs> podcast too. <laughs> and I, you know, for any of the folks listening to us today, if you, if you didn't have your paper and pencil in front of you to write all that stuff down, um, you know, you could, you know, you could obviously find everything at Mark's, uh, at Mark's website, but if you need to, find it again, just give me a shout on my website, which is ourwalktogether.com. And I will have, um, I usually try to put the information there. Um, I'm just getting to the point with the website now where I want a kind of a new venture where I'm now shortly after I do each of my interviews, I put onto the website, the, the, the websites and, and information about each of my guests. So you'll be able to find that there as well. Um, but and also the podcasts are all right there, so it's a good way to listen to all the podcasts in one place. You don't have to go searching for them like I did this morning trying to find your podcast. Uh, <laughs> so, so Mark, thank you so much for spending some time with us today. I, I just, you know, amazing, amazing, amazing things to think about and things that are so important for all of us uh, as we make our way through this thing we call life. It has. It has been a pleasure and an honor, and thank you for doing what you're doing. I could have the best message in the world, but if I didn't have anybody to share it with, what's the freaking point? <laughs> you're <laughs> so, right. <laughs> thank, that's right. So thank you so much for the opportunity to come on and to share, and uh, uh, just wish you, sending you good vibes to support you as you continue to move thank forward you. and doing what you're doing. Thank, thank you. you. Well, the music means that we're at the end of our time together. I hope you enjoy this part of our walk. I invite you to take a look at my website, ourwalktogether.com. All of the episodes are posted there, as well as a growing amount of information about my guests, as well as topics that are discussed or may be of interest. If you missed any of the web addresses discussed in the podcast, send me an email through the site and I'll be glad to give you that information. Importantly, let your friends know about the podcast and the website. The best way to grow is by you telling others. And so until we meet again, this is Paul Long wishing you peace, joy, and nothing but goodness on our walk together. <laughs>